Make no mistake, there will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the, incited the erection, the erection, the erection, incited the erection, 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 erection. You know what? Throw me a beat on this. Erection. Ah. Erection. Yeah. Erection. Incited the erection. Ooh. Erection. Erection. Hit that one time, homie. Chuck Schumer's got a boner. Who cares if he thinks I'm a stoner? I might be a podcast straight up loner. I think I got an erection. The beast gave me a yeast infection. I need some antibiotics for my protection. I got a massive erection. They believe Donald John, Donald John. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ROTFL Podcast. I am your host, my nama is yours, Dark, and Das is my Joyden, Freuden, Freunda, Das Kilakosa, Vigaz, 999, Hail Donald Trump, Thus is the ROTFL podcast. Make no mistake. The gates! Hey everyone, welcome to the ROTFL podcast. And that was our friend Chuck Schumer putting it down, dude. He has got an erection for, for Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, Trump gives him an erection. This is what I'm saying. These people are all in bed together. Well, you know what's funny is the show, not last show, but the show before that. The yeah. title was Insurrection Erection. So Chuck Schumer was listening to our show, and it got stuck on his mind. Yeah. He's well, got, he's, well, it was on his shoulder. Yeah, that way it could be on his mind later. <laughs> oh, he definitely had penis on his mind. For sure. He was sitting there like, damn, I can't wait to get out of this little whatever he was doing. His little, his little Congress, whatever, before the Senate. I don't know, even know what it's called. At this Let, let's just say that Chuck Schumer loves the cock. <laughs> he just loves erections. Loves the Clearly, cock. he was dying to get out and get into a Minnesota airport bathroom so he can, you know. Get the glory hole. Get that glory hole going. Tap his feet. A little tap, little tap, tap, tap. Little foot tapper. He's like, I got an erection on my mind, and I'm going to... Think about Donald Trump while you're sucking me off in a public restroom. Clearly, Chuck's old Chucky boy. This is, that was our clip that we cut up for fun. However, he did stand in front of everybody, the the world, the world, and talk about his erection he has for Donald Trump. What a, what a boner, dude. Straight up. Unintended. Yeah. No, seriously. Come on, man. I know you're old, and I know, but that's something I would do. <laughs> you know, something you do just for fun. Well, <laughs> or on accident. I'm both, both, I'm both talking. So before you do anything, go over to rotflpodcasts.com, become a member, subscribe, hit that mother, hit sign up for our newsletter, man. We got a newsletter. No. 
it, well, it's the newsletter is every Monday morning. You will get a link in your email, making sure you get that little clickety clack going and listen to our show. It's just a it's just a friendly reminder, just like that sign you see on the side of the road that usually is a construction sign that says like, oh, construction zone, slow it down, and it's blinking on and off, and now it says, don't forget to wear your mask. Friendly reminder. Oh, oh fuck yeah. <clears throat> so we did name our show Insurrection Erection last week, uh, and then a couple days later, Chuck Schumer had a real Insurrection Erection. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So if you don't think we're good we're at good. what we do over here, we call everything. We even called Chuck Schumer's flaccid little penis a week before it got a little bit of blood in it. We've been getting good at calling stuff, dude. Sometimes. Sometimes. 60% of the time? 90% time. of the time. Look, at we, yeah, but I think we downplayed this, uh, Coronavirus, maybe a little bit. A lot of people been dying on this. No, this new one. A lot on of this new strain. The last yeah. strain, not so much, but it's still the same. Same people over sixty. It yeah. seems like. I don't know. We clearly don't know what we're doing ever, but here we are. Hey, hey, my power to us. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> All right. So what do we got, man? Um. Okay. So I. My taxes, man. Oh, yeah. Just so everybody knows out there, you know, I'm a taxpayer. Pay my taxes. Oh, how about you? Everyone, come on. Give them a round of applause. Thank you. Hey, I haven't been doing it for a while, man. Been, I wish I had, a, a like, a laugh track or, like... We, we got to get one of those. Nah. Couple of them. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. I'll be in charge of it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Burn. Burn. <laughs> so, I did my taxes. Last year, I got back... $5,600. Ooh. All right. Now, this year, because of the $1,700 stimulus package and then the $1,200 stimulus package. So everybody that gets these stimuluses, they're not stimuluses. They're just coming out of your taxes. There, there's no such thing as a free lunch when it comes to the government. Mm-mm. At all. Well, so, unless you're getting uh, a food stamps. Lunch. Well, technically, that is a free lunch. Huh? <laughs> it's, not, it's it's not it's it's someone's paying for it, right? Money well, just doesn't grow on trees. This year, I got thirty one because they just took the stimulus money right off the top. So, something to look forward to, all you listeners out there. You're not going to get as much back if you're paying taxes, right? If you're not paying taxes and you don't have a job. Hey, don't it's even free worry. Money. Just don't even worry about it. Someone else will handle it for you. All right, and then uh, with this last stimulus package, we found what so much money and oh, wasted funds. Wait till you guys hear about this list. We're about to read you right now. Yeah. So stay tuned. So five hundred million. To build a wall between Georgia. Well, and first of all, everybody knows about all the, you know, we sent a bunch of money to uh, gender studies in Pakistan. Everybody knows about those Craziness. things. These are, these are stuff that was hidden and, and not really. In the 
5,000 pages of stimulus package bill. Yeah, that they pass This overnight. is what is hiding in there. All right, so $500 million to build a wall between Jordan and Syria. M- mind you, how much the Democrats have called Trump a fascist and anyone who supports the wall, they say, walls, walls don't work. Walls don't yeah. work. So if walls don't work, why are we paying $500 million to help Jordan build one in between them and Syria? Yeah, this is their proposed uh, wall, by the way. Yeah, this is Democrats. Saying, so the same walls people don't that work, say walls, walls don't... don't work here, but they work in Jordan and Syria? Yeah. 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 So it, congratulations for fucking pulling fucking hypocrisy out and just fucking sucking it off. Every Dude, they're such hypocrites. Every week, there's something else. Everyone's a fucking hypocrite on some level, but we like to point out ones that are worse than others, it seems like. Yeah, so let's track some waste, all right? Let's see. Tracking waste. 54 billion wasted, all right? Now, there's 1.3 to see if Americans will eat bugs. Hey, I, I, I got an answer for that, and that's maybe. I have. I oh. bet, you know. Punk rock points, dude. I've eaten caterpillars, well, all kinds of stuff. At the little Mexican markets that have the uh, bugs in them, the yeah, candy. No, 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 yes, yeah. yes. The Mexican markets, uh, which I love to frequent, uh, muy bueno. Uh, they have these little bags of salted crickets, man. The chocolate covered ants are good too. I look. I don't know about that French shit, but all I know is those little salted crickets. Are strange but edible. I've eaten it's worse. Good for you. I've eaten Actually, worse. It's good for you. Protein. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, that was what one point three million. All right, two million. One point three million to see if we'll eat bugs. Five hundred right. million to build a wall that they claim they don't like walls. All right. There's two million to study if a hot tub releases stress. Oh my God! I'm gonna save you. How much is it? Two million. And the answer is yes. Yes. Done. All right. Why don't they just pay us half of that and we'll just, and we'll just answer them? I'll test all this. You want me to eat bugs? Who do we? Who, who do we? We gotta get a hold of some Democrats, dude. That'll just lobby dude, us some money. We are down for your guys' plans. Throw us in the hot tubs, and we will. We'll eat, let you know. Uh, bugs. All right, one million to get people over their fear of the dentist. A what? Yeah. The, some kind of study, I guess, to try to get people over their fear. It's called nitrous oxide. Right. There you go. Boom. Done. Done. Pay me. All right. 500, 550,000 in Kenya art classes. Ooh, Kenyan art classes. Now, during this time of crisis where our country is struggling to rebuild, restart, and open small business and, you know, kind of give back into the way it was before this whole pandemic, I couldn't see a better way than to attend some Kenyan art classes, quite honestly, to get this party started. <laughs> right. $37 to get Filipino students to stop skipping class. <sighs> Just put some big titty babies in there, dude. That's all I got to say. That would be a quick... Look, hot teachers. Boom. Done. Done. Save... Thirty-seven million. <laughs> send it to my account. I only need half of it. All right, three million to send Russian Americans. No, 
Three million to send Russians to American community colleges. So not even Russian Americans. No, no. To send Russians to American community colleges. I mean, that's community colleges. Right. That's smart. Yeah. Well, they're not going to send them to like big universities because I'm pretty sure they've had it. Well, I'm pretty sure they've had enough of that communism bullshit to have to go listen to it from some professor that never had a bad day in his life. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, somebody that lived there. Send it to a community it. college where no one, no one knows no one what's cares. going on. <laughs> yeah, where no one cares. <laughs> the professors are just there to get paid. They hate their lives. All right, 1.5 million to walk a lizard on a treadmill. Now, you probably remember the clips of the shrimp running on a treadmill. Mm. Yep. I, I can't remember how much that costs, but you know, one a shrimp. Point. Yeah, you didn't see the shrimp running on a treadmill, bro. How does a shrimp run on a treadmill? Dude, look it up. They do it. They, they, you, if you have one point five million dollars, you can, you make can pretty shrimp. much make anything run on a treadmill. You got that right. I'll run right now for half that. Well, <laughs> what's the point? But uh, there is no point, dude. Why on earth would you ever want to have a lizard running on a treadmill? Like, this where where very, does that benefit anybody anywhere in life at any time? This is very important information to uh, re- to release the restrictions on this quarantine. Well, I just want everybody to know that this is all real shit that was in the bill. Yeah, we're not making it. up. We're not making this up. The last one's my favorite. I would like to see anyone who disagrees with our content to come and give us a good reason why any of these are good ideas. Why any of them are in a bill for COVID relief. Well, they they jam-packed it. That's how they get these bills passed is they prop it on top of something that it's like eating a shit sundae but you cover it in whipped cream with the cherry on top and you're like, ooh, that looks delicious. And then you take a bite and it's just shit. And you're like, eh. I've eaten worse. I've eaten bugs. <laughs> Let's see. $715 million in equipment that was lost training Syria, Syrian rebels. Wait. $715 million is just going to Syria because they misplaced something? They, they lost all this equipment that we gave them already. Like, we gave them this equipment, and then they lost That's it. That's just what they're saying. Of course. Yeah, that's why I did the lost. Yeah, they're just, this is what they do. That's just what they're saying to keep getting paid. Dude, we are dying over here. We are in dire straits. Everything is a mess. And why are we worried about any other country? Their lost gym equipment. Yeah. And, well, any other country in, in general. Like, why'd we send, we send billions, dude. Millions. Hundreds of millions and billions to other countries for one was already said it gender studies. Pakistan. Yeah. The, all Welcome kinds. to the most racist country on earth where we send billions of dollars to other oh. countries because uh, that's just how racists do it. Well, it just reminds me how uh, Trump tweeted one day before he was taken off of all social media. He tweeted, he said, Hopefully we never do find aliens in outer space because no doubt Americans will have to send them money. <laughs> <laughs> for gender studies. Yeah. Well, back to the list. We got $6 million for parking your bike in D.C. Yeah, don't park your bike in D.C. 
Six million dollars. What? Wait. Six how, million. How dollars. does that even mean anything? Six million dollars, so, so you, you can, can park. park your bike in DC. Uh, so six there, million dollars to build some bike racks. Right. Send me half. I'll build them for you. Dude, they couldn't be that much. They're just not. Saying, you bolt them into the ground. So I seen this this bathroom that was built, this public bathroom, and it probably cost seventy grand. Like a contractor came and looked at it and been like, "Oh yeah, seventy grand. Do you know how much it costs to actually build that public bathroom after all the bureaucracy and the red tape and all the dirty little politicians' hands that it had to go through? It costs like two point seven million dollars to build a little bathroom on a park. Yeah. And why is bigger government good? It's not. Never is. Wasteful. It's absolutely wasteful. All right. And my absolute favorite, my absolute favorite wasted money. Drum roll, please. 4.5 million. Pow, pow, pow. To spray alcoholic rats with bobcat urine. Now, this is the thing I can get behind. This actually makes sense to me. Are you going to elaborate? No. Oh, it just makes sense. It, of course. Perfect sense. Perfect Why sense. Why wouldn't you? Want to spray alcoholic rats with bobcat urine? Why wouldn't you want to do this to just see what happens? This is a perfectly reasonable thing to put in a bill when Americans are hurting. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a whole lot more wasted money. You can look up other ones. It- <laughs> Go ahead, this do your own all, research. This is all very depressing. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's bullshit, man. It, it is all it's bullshit. Complete. Go it, ahead and what? check out our Facebook channel. Just look at the ROTFL podcast. We are now shooting at videos. Go ahead and check out our YouTube channel at the ROTFL podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at ROTFL podcast. And if you want to not waste money by sending the government a bunch of crap so they can buy alcohol to what is it to spray alcoholic rats oh with bobcat urine so if you would rather have your money go to something good instead of finding lush rats who who have been on a bender for <laughs> god knows how long and now they need to be sprayed with bobcat urine for whatever God's no, God knows reason. If you would rather have your money go to some real community outreach, go to rotflpodcast.com backslash donate. We could really use your help. As you can see, we have been expanding steadily. And it's all thanks to your help. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Arlene. Thank you, Joanne. Who else we got? Ashley? Ah? No. Ashley? Yeah, thanks, Ashley. <laughs> thanks, Ashley. Yeah, your your friend. Oh, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Yeah. I I know her by bird, so this is why I don't know this name, sir. <laughs> so you all know Sheena. Uh, everyone who helps donate, we could really use your help. We need to uh, continue expanding, continue fine tuning, continue making this podcast the most woke podcast on the planet. So go ahead, rojflpodcast.com backslash donate. And I got something special for you today. I got something a little special for you guys out there. All right? 
So we get requests talking about, oh, let's get more prison stories, more prison stories. And uh, today is your lucky day. Every once in a while, I'm going to shoot one of these out. Me and Puke will find some drama we more than likely have uh, experienced. And uh, we'll shoot you a, a little story. But we don't like talking about it necessarily. It's like we said before. It's really boring. It's boring in prison. In prison. Like it's a it's a lot of waiting around and then real fast periods of action. But it's not like it's not like the show Oz or uh, Orange is the New Butthole or whatever that name of that show is called. That's actually kind of a good show. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's like got no representation. But just soft, softcore porn. It's got no representation of reality. So. This happened back in 2003, and I'll let you guys know why we're talking about it. So, in Sacramento, a state correctional officer at the men's prison in Chino was stabbed to death, marking the first time in 20 years that a guard has been killed while on duty in a California adult prison. That's actually a good stretch yeah. that no guard was... I'm, I was actually surprised by that stat. But stabbed and killed or just stabbed? Killed. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I could I I could almost thought for sure that they get killed more often than that. But as you can see people, prison is not as exciting as you would uh as you would think. Uh one guard in 20 years got whacked. So all 32 of the state prison at the time were put on lockdown status. This was all over it's, the news. This all happens that whenever anything like that happens, they lock down everything. The whole thing. So this was in Sycamore Hall. It's a unit inside the California Institution for Men. It's called Chino. This the officer was named Gonzalez. He had five children, ages six to seventeen, and he died en route to the hospital. Now, why do I talk about this? I talk about this because not much is known about the story, but I was there. I was there for this, so I got I got some dirt. I got I got some dirt. Got man. News on the inside. <sighs> And I'm going to change some of these names up, uh, even though it's 20 years ago, whatever happened is happened and is done happening, you know? So who cares? Um, so there I was in Chino prison at the ripe young butthole age of God. <laughs> Young tot butthole age. I, saw, I had such a tot butthole back then, dude. <laughs> Not so much anymore. I didn't have pooping problems anymore. <laughs> I didn't randomly have blood in my stool. This prison ruined me. So let's just say that back in two thousand three, I was younger, damn near two decades younger. God, I was like nine, twenty years old, man. This is horrifying. Anyhow. So, I'm in Chino Prison, and this is the picture. In Sycamore Hall, this is the picture of what you would expect a prison to look horrible. like. horrible. Three tiers high, prison bars that racked, not doors. When you roll up to Chino, I remember rolling up to Chino when I was 18 years old and going, oh my god. Windows busted out, dude. fucking trash everywhere, dude. dude. There's a there's a guy hanging out his window, dude, like with a crow on a string, dude, because he like put some food out there and the crow ate it, and he was like abusing the bird, and he was like flying it around like a kite, 
Yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah, people horrible. like fishing sandwiches back to each other from like like three tiers away, 20 cells away. Hey, little puppy, got your sandwich on. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Woods was telling me that he, uh, one time he made like a, a, out of a bed sheet, right? He made a little trap and put it on, the, like, he was up on the like a second tier and he threw it out his window, the little trap, and tied the corners up, put some food in the middle, and a squirrel came running by and he fucked, grabbed that squirrel, pulled it into his cell, <laughs> and a squirrel running around his fucking cell trying to get away. This is what people do, and this is how bored we are in there. It's it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. If you want to know what prison like is like, go ahead, bring a blanket into your bathtub and lock your door in your tiny little bathroom. That's what that's what it is. That's all it is. You're living in a tiny bathroom, a public restroom bathroom as well, because it's fucking disgusting. So anyhow. There's some okay, so this 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 guy, uh, well we'll call him Psycho, right? All right, he was the leader of the Crips, right? He was doing like 80 years. He kept stabbing his cellmates. He would just whack them. I remember going to Chow, and his cellmate was in front of him, and he was behind him, and he said his cellmate's name. His cellmate turned around, and he just he just stabbed. He booked them. Right in the chest. And the dude just slid down the wall with his tray in his hand still, dude. Like, uh, dude, it was fucking. And I'm like, oh, shit. And my fucking, and my cellmate was like, keep moving, bro. Keep moving. Because I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking like 19 years old, dude. I'm like, oh, my God. And then he's like, go, 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 go. I'm like, fuck. So this, my neighbor was fucking crazy. Like, like legitimately 5150 crazy. I used to get on the tier and sing questionable punk rock songs because every Friday night they had like a, <laughs> yeah, get this everyone. In Chino, it was like mandatory. And they went cell to cell at night and we did like a sing a sing off slash joke telling competition every Friday night. And the whites and the Mexicans had it Friday night. We split our time. And we'd all get on the tier and be like, hey, fat boy, oddball, it's your turn. And then I'd get up and I'd sing some shit. Because, you know, I'm what you call a, a, a self-proclaimed musician. So anyway, I would sing. And I would sing some hardcore punk rock songs that I made up. And my neighbor, he was an old crip, dude. And he was the leader of the crips, the head of the crips at that time. And he would always be like, they weren't allowed to talk. During our period of time, the other races were not allowed to do anything. Right. Same with us. Like when it was our time, yeah. it, it was like, so I would hear a knock at the door. Bah, 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 bah. And the wall, because he was my next door neighbor, Cyclone was. And he's like, hey, fat boy, sing that fucking, sing that fucking My Blood song, dude. That shit gets me jacked. And I'm like, all right, bro, I got you. <laughs> So I'd sing it for him, dude, and he'd be in there like moshing in his cell by himself, just getting it, right? And he's like, man, that shit. So every day I had like 30 knives hidden behind my toilet. We would scrape the caulking off, and we just had 30 pieces of metal, and me and my cellmate would spend all day just making knives, 
This is what we did. Yeah. It was fun. We made knives. So we had the caulking. We took the caulking off. We like ripped our toilet out. We hid all the stock behind there. And then we used toothpaste to caulk it back up. And it looked like caulking. For all intents and purposes, it looked like caulking. But it wasn't. Just a just a minor little scrape, it would come away, and uh, we'd be booked. And each one of those is like a, a shoe term. So 30 of them would, God knows how long I would have been doing in the shoe for that. So every day, Cyclone, I, I, mind you, I already watched this guy whack somebody, right? And he kept telling the guards, this is like his third celly he whacked, by the way. And he kept telling the guards, oh, I'm so bored in my cell. Can you please bring me a new celly? And they're like, nah, 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 nah. Hell to the nah, nah, nah. And... They're like, you're going to whack him. He's like, I swear I will not whack him this time. And they're like, nah, bro. He was so bored over there, dude. Serious. He was bored. Poor guy. So anyways, he would come over every day by my cell. So every morning, the cells would rack. Down the line, dude. I'm on the bottom tier, dude. You get out, walk 30 feet to the chow hall. Boom. But he was on the right to me. And we had to go to the left. So every day when the cells racked, me and my cellmate would just stand there and wait for him to walk by because... Yeah, you don't want him behind you. Nah, nah. No, I, I, no that, you're not walking with that dude <laughs> behind you. Period. I was not. Because every day he would come to my cell and be like, Hey, fat boy. Hey, oddball. Check this out. And he'd pull out a knife. Ba-bow! And he'd be like, sick. Right? And we'd be like, sick. And so I'd be like, damn. We got to make a bigger knife now. So I'd pull out the knife and we'd make a bigger knife. And we were in a knife making competition with this dude for like two months. Every couple of days, I'd come out and be like, hey, hey, psycho, check this out. Pow, pow. And he's like, damn. And then the next thing I know, he's breaking shit in the cell, making a bigger knife. <laughs> so by the end of this, dude, I kid you not, I had a 12 inch knife, dude, that had serrated edges like Rambo, dude, and it had like viking runes carved in and shit like a golden handle strap i'm like Ta-da! i'm like beat that motherfucker but yeah a lot of unnecessary work went into out trying to outdo this dude because it was like if you had the bigger knife then it was like oh i'm doing better than you this is how it, this is how he made me feel like very nervous so i had to <laughs> he had to have a bigger knife to show him like oh motherfucker i got knives too right I didn't leave my cell unless we were strapped with a knife because of this dude on the tier. And anytime this guy was on the tier, they locked down everybody else. He's all, you guys never let me come out and play with no one, right? <laughs> so anyways, I know I'm dragging this out. So there's this, there's this cop named Gonzo. He was there, all right? Now, he was bringing us in heroin. He was bringing us in tattoo motors. He was bringing us in speed for for a uh, prison guard, he was what we considered cool, right? This dude, he's hooking us up. He's getting paid, mind you. That's where all the drugs come from in prison. We, we shoot them $1,000. They bring in drugs. It's simple. That's how they get paid. They don't get paid enough. Well, they, get, they actually get paid all right. They get paid all right. In but California, anyway. <laughs> they get paid better if they're selling drugs. Right. So... <sighs> One day, the the leader of the the essays comes over to me, and he's like, Hey, fat boy, can you tattoo my head full? And I'm like, "Uh," I'm like, how are we going to do it? Because everyone, okay, the blacks and the Mexicans were going to riot, so they locked everyone down. They weren't letting no one out. 
no one. We were on lockdown, right? For months, dude. Because they already got off a little bit and then they locked us down. So I'm like, how are you going to get in here, fool? We're locked down. He's all, don't trip. I'll have Gonzo let me in the cell. I'm like, I don't know, bro. And then he was says, shapow, and shot me like three grams of heroin. He's like, what about now? I said, shit, Come on son, down. Why are you taking so long, bro? Get in get here. Get your bro. boy Gonzo. Dude, bring it. Get your, rip a little piece off your towel so we can be super clean and I can tattoo with this fucking needle I sharpened on the ground, right? So he's in my cell, and I'm. this, is, this dude was doing 180 years, mind you. The leader of the essays, he whacked like five dudes. And what he wanted tattooed on his head, my, mind you, I've said it before, I'm like 19, dude, 20 years old. He's like, I want my victims tattooed on my head. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? He's like, oh, yeah, bro. He brought his paperwork and had all his dead victims, like dead, like I all puffed up. He's all, I want these dudes tattooed on my head. I'm like, fuck, dude, really? I'm like, are you sure, dude? He's like, fuck yeah, dude. I gotta respect. I gotta. I gotta respect them, dude. You know what I mean? Because I whacked them. I'm gonna sh- just show my. I'm like, okie dokie, bro. Gotcha. <laughs> so I tattooed his victims on his head. Whatever, no big deal. This is the type of shit we did, right? So. Weeks go by, and the tensions between the essays and the blacks start escalating. And one of our white guys gets super drunk and is like, Fuck it, bro, I'm wasted now, man. And we're going to back up our essay, homeboys, and we're going to ride with you. And just, we're like, all, what the fuck? What the fuck did he just say on the tier? So now we're involved. I'm like, great. Mind you, I'm going home in, in like two weeks. I'm going home in two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this, dude. I am a non... I was a non-violent offender at the time, looking at a tiny little amount of time, and I'm surrounded by fucking killers, dude, right? So, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm scared to death, bro. I'm like, fuck, this fucking sucks, dude, right? So, the tensions start to escalate between everyone. We're about to get off... Gonzo, the police officer who was whacked, he decides it's a good idea to do something he should not have done. And he would probably still be alive if he didn't do it. He brings a knife into the head essay. Okay. Now, I'm the knife maker over there. So I'm making knives. But here comes the old leader of the essays. And he goes, fat boy, oddball, dude. And he flicks out a Gerber. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Where the fuck did you get that, dude? Sick, right? Because I'm making knives all day. I'm like, what? Bro. And he's like, dude, the cop brought this into me because he doesn't like Psycho, the leader of the Crips, and he wants me to stick this in him. And we're like, we're like, bro, you cannot put in work for a cop. No matter what Gonzo has done for us, as far as bringing in drugs and all that. No. That's a, that's, you just don't. That's a Period. no-no. It doesn't matter what It doesn't happens. matter what. You don't put in work for a cop. Period. Period. I guess unless the cop is like, hey, this dude's a child molester and lets you in his cell, then you're well, like, yeah, all right. That's, that's different. <laughs> 
that's not really putting, that's putting in, in cops. That that's not putting in work for the cops. That's putting in work for us. Well, what Gonzo didn't realize, Gonzo, the cop, short for Gonzalez. And you guys can look up this article, 2003 Gonzalez Killed Chino Prison, if you guys want to read about it. What Gonzo didn't know is he sealed his own demise by bringing that in. He thought he was doing it, uh, the essays a favor by bringing that in. Uh, He was not. So we're like, dude, you cannot put in work for a cop. And he's like, I know that, dude. So what the fuck do I do? And we're like, maybe you should tell... uh, our neighbor right here, Psycho, uh, what what that cop had planned for him. And he did. And Psycho was like, ah, hell to the no, no, no. And he said, I got a better idea. How about we squash this whole beef between everybody, make peace here, but you're going to give me that knife and I'm going to shove it in that fucking dirty little son of a gun. And he did. He did. I left the day before it happened. I got home, got high, turned on the TV, and seen it blasted all over the news. <sighs> Good times. Yeah. Don't go to prison, kids. Don't go to prison, dude. It's different now. It is way different now. I think dude, it's all like hold hands across America now. Dude, it's it's weird. Yeah. I, it, was, it was changing when I was doing my last term. Like I caught the very beginning of the whole flip. So I've changed all the names to protect all the innocent parties in this. But this is all. No, you actually let it slip one time. Did I? Yeah. I caught it. I was going to say nothing, but. Oh. Well. I didn't. <laughs> Too uh, late now. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It, it got handles for a reason. Yeah. It's 20 years ago, man. Yeah. It's it's done. It's over with. Prison ain't the same anymore anyways. No one's even getting whacked. You can be a fuck complete piece of shit and pay your way onto yeah. the yard. Yeah. It's, it's- you know what's crazy is nowadays uh, it'll be a yard that's totally bad, been bad for years. You know, and when I mean a bad, to let you know what a bad yard is, <laughs> to let you know what a bad yard is, is where if you go there, then you have to get off that yard within what seventy two hours or something like that. Yeah, you got to fire on the first dude you see and get off that yard. Yeah, and if you don't, then wherever you you're land bad. next, you're <laughs> bad, and you're gonna get whacked. Oh, dude, prison was so stressful, dude. All these rules you had to keep up with. Dude. So now nowadays, it was like there would have been a bad yard for Where? years, for years and years, and then all of a sudden, these cops would put one of the big homies from. You know, from the yeah. back, and they would put them on that yard, and then all of a sudden, just like that, the that yard good. is good now. Well, it's it was always and how has always been a money game, right? They make money. They make money selling drugs. As long as they're making money, everyone's good. As long as you're making money, everyone's good. So don't go to prison. It's fucking bullshit. Everything about it is bullshit, and it's no life to have if you're but. I do have to say this. I learned a lot. I, did, I, I wouldn't take it back because it made me who I am. Right. Uh, uh, just a, a rough and big old piece of shit. Honestly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's I've, I did learn some valuable things. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We're going to make a little list about uh, the good and bad things we learned. Hey, I know I know how to make wine. And I can, hey. ma- I can make string. Hey, you can put that on a resume. Yeah, I can make string out of boxers. Fishing line is yeah. what we call it. Yeah. I, I can braid stuff. I can make knives. Yeah, I, 
I know how to cut a piece of brass off of the door. With a toenail clipper? <laughs> or, or, uh, or a million razor blades to go through. And you, you just, just stand there for, for hours 72 and hours and hours just scraping on the same line until it finally... So you can finally break it off. Hey, because we have nothing better to do in there. But if you're going to be in that lifestyle, all I got to say is don't be in that lifestyle. There's nothing fruitful of that lifestyle, and you will never be a happy person. If you want to be happy, maybe that's not your goal. If you want a satisfied and happy life, don't be in that lifestyle. However, if you are going to be in that lifestyle... Do it the best you can. Dude, <laughs> you better be a motherfucking G, dude. Like, go full bore, dude, with it. Be a motherfucking, as hardcore as you can get. Because that's the best life you're going to have in there. By being the most hardcore motherfucker you can have. Be. Yeah, on on your last, uh, on the last note about that cop getting stabbed and killed. You know, any time a cop, maybe not so much in that. Uh, scenario, but nine times out of ten, when a cop gets stabbed, it's because that cop is a fucking dick, disrespectful asshole. So finally, he disrespects the wrong motherfucker and gets whacked over. It. And if for a person, and I this is this leaves a bad taste in my mouth to say, but he wasn't a bad guy. That's why I said not in that situation. But he, he was cool. He hooked us up now. <laughs> Morally, from an ethics standpoint, he wasn't a very good guy bringing drugs into prisoners. But from our standpoint, he was great. He was great. Like, he was cool to us. He hooked us up. He would let us in the cells on lockdown to tattoo. When I was tattooing on that dude's head, he walked up to the cell and I was like, oh shit. Because when the cops come, you got to put away the tattoo gear, right? Walking and you put away the tattoo gear. He came up to the cell and was like, uh huh, uh huh. And he's the one that let us in the cell, mind you. So we're like, what do you want? And then he got on the radio. Sergeant, Sergeant Padilla, come on down to Sycamore. Bottom tier, please. Cell, whatever. And we're like, what the fuck? He's telling on us, bro. We're like, what are you doing, bro? I start wrapping everything, putting it away, dude. Getting put in my butt cheeks. I'm like, come on, man. What the fuck? He's all, dude, don't even trip. This dude's cool. The sergeant came down. And he's like, wanted to see the work. And he's like. The sergeant is cool. As long as you're doing good work, he'll let you tattoo. But if you're fucking tattooing like a piece of shit, uh, then no tattooing for you. So clearly he's seen the work I was doing and shut the whole operation down. He's like, nah, you can't be tattooing. You suck. you fucking suck, fool. What are you doing? <laughs> nah, he let us tattoo. He did let us tattoo. But this dude, I, I felt bad. When I seen this dude on the news, I couldn't fucking believe it. But I, I just knew the whole chain of events that happened. And it's crazy how destiny w w it just works. You know? Like, there are so many decisions on that line that any one of them, if it wouldn't have been made, wouldn't, wouldn't have ended up in his death. Right. <clears throat> and it wasn't because he was a piece of shit. He just made a bad, bad decision. Bad decision. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, he was a prison guard, so... And then you said that he hated that crip anyways. That, yeah, well, because he, he made him nervous as fuck. Well, yeah. Every time he came out on the tier, his eyes were like wide, like, oh. And <laughs> rightfully so, the dude would whack everyone he could. Dude, he woke me up at 5 in the morning one time. This my neighbor. Bros! Fat boy! Oh, ball! Dude! We're like, what? 
He's all, man. <laughs> oh, man. He's all, did you see them turnkey motherfuckers? And we're like, what are you talking about, dude? He's all, man, they came in in the middle of the night. <laughs> they fucking held me down. And they shot something in my ass. <laughs> we're like, what? And my cell, he looks at me and goes, did you hear anyone come? I'm like, bro, I hear anything. If a pin drops, I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I said, no one went into that dude's cells last night. He's like, the motherfucker shot a mic and chip in my ass. <laughs> I'm like, and my, my, my cellmate's just like, he's like, dude, that dude's fucking crazy. I'm like, oh, fuck. So, Mind you, I pulled out a bigger knife and was like, ah, man, this dude's fucking done lost his rat, rabbit, rabbit ass mind. <laughs> they shot me in my ass. Oh, this one's funny, too. He would get on the tier and just shut down his whole people because he because of who he was and how many people he whacked. Everyone was like scared of him. Right. <clears throat> he would get on the tier and be like, listen here, cut. Matumbo, whatever, and they'd be like, "Well, a blue steel, blue flag, cripple die, don't turn your back, right?" And he would get on the tier and be like, "Yo, cuh, all you motherfuckers, all you all is turnkey ass motherfuckers. I, 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 I die for this cripping cuh. What the fuck are you done, you old pussy ass cuh?" And they're like, "Man, shut the fuck up, psycho." Right? And they're like. They're like, he's like, man, you motherfuckers don't even know. You motherfuckers don't even. When I die, cuh, I'm going to be dying for this cripping, cuh. And when I die, I'm going to get a blue. Dude, he had a blue flag tattooed on his forehead already. Anyways, he's like, I'm going to have a blue flag on my forehead. And I'm going to have a gold Mac 11, cuh. And you're going to come to me in my coffin and kiss me on my forehead. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Kai. No one kissing your ugly ass, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. This dude was fucking. <laughs> this dude was fucking crazy, bro. You guys are going to kiss me on my forehead. Motherfucker, we ain't kissing shit. Psycho, go back to bed. Fuck all you, cub. Blue stew. That's all I got, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a good one. I'm good so show. I I'm sorry I drugged that out for so long, but that was the story. That was a good show. All right, man. That's all we got. And if Donald Trump gives you an erection, just like he gives old Chucky and everyone else an <laughs> erection, go ahead to the rotflpodcast.com and support us by donating. Subscribe. And if you guys have any hate mail or just want to send some weird or funny stories that no one else has ever heard of or you have any ideas for the show go oh. to podcast at gmail.com we got time left or no <sighs> quickly oh uh, we got that that rosy thing from the last show let's let's run that next All wait right. what is it uh, let's run it next week we're over time yeah. Sorry, Rosie. We got you next week. We got you next week, Rosie. Yeah, yeah. That's all we got for you today on TFL Podcast. Call you be kissing our foreheads. <laughs> oh.